0: welcome to episode 15 of trust the process pod with lex and jen i'm lex
1: and i'm jen
0: (laughs) so we've made it to episode 15 how exciting i just want to point out we have listeners in brazil so hello to you guys out there thanks for listening
1: we're in europe and south america that we
0: are jen that we are i'm
1: loving it thank you guys so much for listening yes thank you guys so much it means the world to us
0: on our fun little friend venture friend venture
1: oh okay that's
0: cute (laughs) oh my goodness well i just want to say that uh we have another special guest that will be soon coming on to our podcast but we had so many listeners with erica when she was on and that was really cool
1: to see and so we have another one yeah because erica brought a really great message and i think our next guest will as well so lex before we get into it tell us a positive from your week you're gonna be so surprised with this one working out okay (laughs) okay that's great though so here's the
0: journey i've been on (laughs) it all started last week (laughs) i decided to do a at-home workout class and i just want to point out it was not great i got really bored quickly and i just hated it and i was like this is gonna be a pretty horrific adventure to be on but then i was like you know what okay i'll just do it again next week So, so then on tuesday this week i decided to actually go down to my gym at my apartment complex and i went on the treadmill i didn't run i just did a walk at an incline but like a quick little like not just a leisure walk you know yeah um but i just want to say when i walked in you better be proud of me for this. When I walked in, there was these guys that were like doing really loud grunts
1: and stuff as they Ew. were
0: lifting things. And I almost walked out. I almost was like, absolutely forget this.
1: <laughs> Where's the lunk alarm? All those lunks. <laughs> Pretty
0: much. But I was like, you know what? No, it's my gym too. I pay for it. So I like hopped up on that treadmill, popped in my AirPods, put on masterclass and just watched a couple like worth 20 minutes of Um, classes, but I think maybe that's why I didn't hate it this time. Like, I genuinely was on it, broke a little bit of a sweat, and I was like, wow okay like finally got into that (laughs) and then when i i walked there too from here so which is not ultimately far but you know um so i walked back came back and did a 10 minute ab workout
1: how about that i know so anyway that is so great and also you know watching things while you're on the treadmill or elliptical or something is the best that's how i got through all the seasons of gossip girl (laughs) and one tree hill
0: i haven't watched one tree hill actually don't look at me
1: like that <laughs> uh you've never watched never? that i didn't know that no, 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 it's one of my all-time favorite shows you would like one tree hill actually
0: need something new because i've watched euphoria what else have i watched recently bridgerton <laughs> you've said it before I bridgerton yeah that was a good one and um the show i talked about last week ultimatum yeah so
1: i needed something new is that on netflix one tree is on hulu yeah you would really like it i went to the town where it was filmed a couple years ago where? oh my gosh wilmington north carolina i almost got my first job there i almost applied to work there because it's on the beach too i love the town it's like a very cute oh, so small like town
0: the, the town from like gilmore girls kind of yeah Oh. Okay.
1: yeah Jen, what was your positive from this week? Funny enough, I would probably say the elections that we got to cover at work. Mm. Don't look at me like that. (laughs) Um, Yes, it was a crazy day, but um, it was a lot of fun because, you know, you have specific cities you cover and you follow along with the candidates throughout the entire campaign season and it gets to that final day and it's hectic but it's fun so
0: my favorite was when you texted me because i luckily didn't have to work that i say that because elections are not my favorite but hey everyone has their own little thing um but when you texted me and you were like ralph won like you were just genuinely excited and it was funny to see because like when else would you care unless you were actually actively involved in the community or you were in the media
1: one of the small cities that i cover like i'm from a small town so i kind of love that vibe i guess and um i cover two small towns and i'm just super close with you know city council commission mayors i mean they're like family with them oh my gosh chat on the phone i'm like hey ralph he's like well it's my favorite reporter i'm like
0: hey i've talked to him a few times
1: (laughs) it's gonna be really hard whenever my contract is up and i have to leave them
0: well the moment
1: (laughs) you've all been waiting for so like we mentioned Earlier in the episode, we have a guest in the house. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) Hi,
2: everyone. Hi,
1: friends. Um, We thought Sarah would be the perfect guest for this episode because in the last episode, if you haven't listened, go back and listen. Episode 14, Into the Unknown, we talked a lot about what it's like not knowing the future and how it can be scary or terrifying Mm -hmm. and um how we learn to cope with it and how we learn to just trust the process what was
0: that
1: Jen trust the process <laughs> sticking with the brand um but i think sarah um especially now recently is kind of dealing with this a little bit but
0: before we get into all that introduce yourself. Hi. Uh, (laughs) She's like the pressure's uh, on. So well I guess I can mention how we've met. So like we met through mutual friends on on a bachelor night. (laughs) Yes we did. Isn't that crazy? Watching the bachelor together. So really bachelor just brings friends together. It really does. Um, (laughs) We still watch it. We got to know each other a lot more and I started going to the church that you guys go to so that was a fun little adventure but that's Mm -hmm. how we met and then Jen you kind of met Sarah through that friend group yeah. yep so yeah but
2: and I have us... to say our friendship has deepened over it oysters has. It
0: has because
2: <laughs> we both discovered raw oysters at the same time yep. <laughs> and pushed through the creepiness of them oh my gosh, yeah,
0: yeah the like at first we were like we can't do this yeah
2: then we did it we did and we kept just eating raw oysters until we liked them <laughs> And now it's kind of our
0: thing. Tell our listeners at home a little bit about what
2: you do. So my name is Sarah. Um, I'm 28. Um, I have lived in Florida now for about a year and a half. Um, I'm in the military, so in the Air Force. And then my job in the military is public relations. Um, They call it public affairs, but same thing, basically. And I've been doing that since college, so almost for six years.
0: It's important to, I think, reflect on that just alone, just knowing like, hey, I've done something for this long and I'm proud of myself. I think it's good to sometimes like sit and think about that. It's half
2: that and half, oh my gosh, I feel so old (laughs) that college was that long ago now. But yeah, it it has been good. And just to get kind of beyond like the entry level and a little more into the mid-level, which like you said is kind of where you look into more of the unknown and the the future, but it's also a good place to be.
0: Yeah. So how did you first of all get interested in what you're doing currently? So
2: I never thought I would be in the military. Um so that's that alone is I never expected my life to look like what it does now. Um I think growing up I wanted to I wanted to do different things. I actually wanted to be a reporter. Um, How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and before that, I wanted to be like an actress and a singer. I just wanted to do something big. That's always what I remember thinking. Like, I want to just do something big, like, just get out there. And um, I grew up in a military family, and uh, my dad was Navy for my whole childhood. So I grew up kind of watching his lifestyle. And he would joke, um, we would eat breakfast every morning together. And before he left to go to the door, he would joke, well, I'm off to go defend the nation. And um, it was somewhat true. I mean, that's ultimately the job of the military. But um, I guess I kind of saw his job satisfaction that he got out of that because he he was joking, but also he felt like he had a purpose and he loved it. Um, And it also provided a way to pay for college. And so those two things together, just the you know ability to go out of state for college and then also just feeling like i had a purpose and i had a a mission that i could contribute to i think landed me here.
0: It's cool that you said you never pictured that to be, right? So that's already
1: touching on our fun little topic. Yeah, absolutely. And i know you've kind of mentioned recently that maybe the air force isn't going to be the rest of your life and mm-hmm. how does that kind of make you feel not knowing exactly what the next step is going to be?
2: Yeah. So I guess um, I have a lot of unknowns currently because I, it's always kind of an unknown with the military um, because your life is somewhat determined by what they need you to do and where they need you to be. And so I've experienced that a lot of, you know, short-term taskings, go here. um, You don't necessarily get to pick your next job. Um, I didn't choose to come to Florida by any means. Um, I do like it now, Mm -hmm. but that was rough. But, uh, now where I'm at is just trying to figure out my next step. And, um, it's tough. I mean, it's, you kind of get to a certain phase and it would be most comfortable to just keep doing what you're doing, um, and the most safe. And I guess I've just felt, um, Kind of stirred up about that that I I've, I've never wanted to do like the most comfortable thing like I want to do what I'm passionate about and what I'm meant to do, um, and so it's leading me to look um, at some other options and it's not that I don't love the career that I've had but I just don't want to stay um, in a job just for the comfort and the safety of it like I want to do what I'm supposed to do and so that's kind of what I'm thinking through right now. Do
0: you think you would either agree or disagree that, I know you recently were deployed mm-hmm. and you were there for some more time than I thought you'd be there. <laughs> but do you think that helped you see into your future at all?
2: Yeah, so a couple things. So um, that, that deployment, um, I felt like honestly changed my life because what I did was one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done. And uh, so basically, I got to go help um, refugees. So when Afghanistan collapsed uh, last summer, there were um, thousands of refugees that showed up to America, and they needed a lot of help. And so the military was one of the agencies that stepped up to help. And so I got to go um, and interact with them every day and get climbed on by all the kids and get um, hugs from the kids and the moms and just Talk to them, and that is like uh, it was just very close to my heart. Um, The nonprofit, the humanitarian side, and so I really feel like it. It kind of altered my life and started me thinking about like how I could keep doing that because I just loved it so much. Um, And then before that, I started uh, just thinking about the future because I actually didn't know if I would be able to stay in the Air Force. I went through a medical review for some medical. Stuff I had going on, and I didn't know if I would um, make it through that, and that, and they would keep me in. And so I kind of felt like I lost that the job security that I thought I had, and it was a really rough time. Um, but at the same time, it was good because it taught me to just kind of surrender, and and trust the process, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and just just realize that I can't control the outcome, um, and also that there is life beyond any career. I mean, no career makes up the entirety of your life. And so there's purpose and happiness and all of that, you know, outside of your job, even if that were to go away.
1: So I know it's not always easy. So what kinds of ways do you kind of cope with, you know, the maybe stress or frustration or, you know, just the scariness of not
2: knowing what's next? So definitely for me, it would be my faith, so my uh, Christian faith in God is um, really central to my entire life. Um, and I think going back to what I was talking about about the time in my life where I lost job security, it wasn't just that I felt like I had I lost a lot of things in that time and of course I didn't I didn't lose everything by any means, but I just felt like it there was a year or two time frame where I just felt like everything that I Kind of uh, stood on was going away, so I lost the job security. I was moving from England, where I was stationed, to Florida at that time. Um, moves are always stressful. You're leaving everything you know. I didn't know a single person in Florida. Um, I moved during COVID, so I didn't. I had trouble meeting people at the beginning. Um, so I lost a social life. I lost a relationship. Um, Some time before that, that I you know thought was going to work out. Um, so just a lot of things I, I didn't have to cling on to anymore. And I think I've been a Christian for a long time, but those things were putting, they were getting in the way of me completely trusting God. Um, And so I got to this point where I had none of those things. And I really felt like, again, in a weird way, it was one of the best things to happen to me because it brought me to a place of just surrendering, um, my own control over my own life. Um, and I was able to just trust what God had for me and, and trust that his plan for my life was the best one. Um, and so I think with that, it's kind of opened me up to look into the future with more confidence. Like it is scary, but it's also exciting because if you're not the one trying to control your, your future and try and figure it all out, um, you just get to, to see, um, if you trust that who's making your future is good and has good plans for you, then it's just exciting. And and you know it's going to be good. I like that.
0: That's cool. I think it would be interesting to hear from you. You said you moved around a lot, um, and I know maybe a lot of our listeners are going through that or they're moving themselves. What advice do you have for them if they're changing, either going high school to college or college to a new job? What advice do you have?
2: First of all, I, I think you should do it. Um, I think transition and change is good, and we need it. Um, every single time I've moved, which I wish I had the number I should have counted before this podcast, public math.
1: Um, but it was, it was
2: really like every two years growing up and then every two years now that I'm in the military, basically. So a lot of times, um, it's like the worst and the best it's both at once because it's the worst to leave the community and the people that you love and you're comfortable around. Um, but also every time I've moved, which includes here, And, you know, the girls that I'm sitting with now and then all the other friends that I made. Like, if I hadn't moved, I would have never met this community and these people. And so um, it just takes that discomfort and getting out of your safe zone. Um, But there's great things on the other side of it. There's great people. And uh, you just kind of add to your, like, life experiences, too. I think you become a more interesting person. Like, you have... story to tell you have things that you've done um that you can share with other people so just don't be afraid of that um and also I would say initiate because nobody ever initiates things (laughs) except for you so you just have to assume you're gonna have to initiate all the new you know new friendships and like just don't be scared of it like just be the new the new person and uh ask people to hang out because probably they want friends too
1: That can be very scary. And there's something in our job called MOS. Those are the worst three letters. Oh my gosh. Man on the street (laughs) interviews. It's where you go up to someone and ask them for an on-camera interview. You get told so many times, no, 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 absolutely not. Um, And I hate rejection. I absolutely hate rejection. So... But it's one of those things you are going to learn so much if you do it Mm -hmm. and it can end up being very rewarding. That's
2: true. And I think it goes back to identity too, because rejection is one of my worst fears too. But also if you know who you are and you're comfortable in that, then you're not staking your identity on like whether or not this person is going to be accepting of you. And so I think that frees you up to be more confident and more forward, because even if that person treats you poorly or doesn't want to hang out or whatever, um, that doesn't change who you are.
0: I always like to think, like, make your mess your message. I read that somewhere once, and I think I, I love that. I don't know. Every time I'm like, okay, this is maybe not what I pictured or it's something that maybe looks all messy and not well put together, but... Turn it into something good. Use it for something. Like you said, you moved around a lot, but you learn about yourself through each move. You've learned from people about yourself. You've learned like who you are and to be able to like even use that to help someone else.
2: Thanks. Yeah. I think you guys are awesome. Oh, oh stop. <laughs> We're All about positivity.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you've
1: obviously been through a lot and. Have done a lot of cool things, but would you say that you're still trying to figure out kind of what your purpose
2: is? I think so. I think it's something that evolves and changes over the course of your life and is shaped by different people and experiences. Um, I think uh just finding your foundation is important, so your ultimate you know who are you and why are you here type thing, and like I said, that's my faith, so I know generally what my purpose here on the earth is, but my specific purpose as a human, I think will change and evolve. And I think it's just important. I've always been, um, really passionate about people doing what they're passionate about. So I think you perform best and you do best, um, in your strengths and what you love versus what is most practical or what earns you the most money. And I know that's not everybody's mindset. Um, but I just feel like, we're all put on the earth to do something and we all have something in our heart that like makes us come alive. And so just listen to what those things are and take notice of them. And also like ask yourself why, like, like, why did I love that so much? And like I said, for me, a big, a big recent one was my deployment and working with the refugees. Like I loved that. Um, and so like, why did I love that so much? And that's kind of what I've been exploring is, um, do I really, is that really where I'm supposed to go as a more of a career towards, nonprofit and um working with you know people that that are vulnerable and need help um so yeah I think just listening and
0: I think it will change maybe this would have helped me out years ago hearing um but you do you follow your faith very closely and things along that nature but For me, it's a more, like, newer journey. Um, But I, I don't know if I just never opened my mind up to it in the past or I just, one way of thinking about religion I thought was, like, just the only way, um, so how would you say to those that are maybe, like, trying to figure that part out of their lives, trying to figure their faith and what they should follow, obviously not pushing religion, that's not what we're doing, but we just want to, you know, encourage others to, like, maybe find
2: something that they didn't even know they were missing. I'm not, um, you know, a pastor, any, any kind of, like, authority, but, um, just for me personally, I think, uh, I can think of two things, I guess. One is going through hard times, to be honest, because when you're at your darkest uh time is when I think you're most desperate to figure out um what where your hope is. Like ha- how do you have hope in life? And I think that question leads has led me to uh deep, you know, have a deeper relationship with God and really discover who he is in my life. And then also I would just say like simple things like um like just try praying or just try opening the Bible and reading it. Um there's no there's no like rule or entry or membership or or any of that that you have to be a part of. Um I think that's the beauty of it is it's it's freedom. Like it's not a list of rules and customs. Um it's meant to bring freedom and and hope in your life. So I'd just say it, feel free to explore it and then also find somebody whose faith or whose life you admire and just ask them about it um and I think they'd be more than willing to to talk about it and I I do think it will if you're earnestly seeking it I think it will be revealed to people um so you don't have to try hard it's it's gonna be something that will come to you at the right time and um when it's when it makes sense for you. I like that. I know that would have helped young Lex. (laughs) It is a confusing
0: thing, you know?
2: There's
0: a lot out there. Sarah, anything you want to tell our listeners that maybe you wish you would have known (laughs) for your
2: younger self? So I'm single right now, and I felt... I do want to be married at some point in my life, but I felt a lot of pressure... I think probably starting in high school and definitely in college, to find that person, to get married, to be dating, to have a boyfriend. Um, it's not that I didn't want it, I did, but I think I, part of me wanted it for the wrong reasons, because I just felt like that's the time that you were supposed to have that in your life, and you were supposed to be married going out of college, and I'm just, I would have told myself just to chill, because... <laughs> like life is also okay, like you're a whole person by yourself, and you can have experiences, and I'm actually glad, um, like I said, I do want to be married at some point, but I'm actually glad I've had some years to be single, because I think it's helped me figure myself out more, um, and I'll be able to contribute more to a relationship in the future than I would have, um, or than I did (laughs) back then, and so just don't just don't be in a hurry with that stuff. I mean, it's going to come into the, the right time of your life. I think current day Jen could use some of that <laughs> advice. Yes, we all can use, use those reminders. Yeah.
1: Well, Sarah, we appreciate you being here and chatting with us. Thanks. Thank
0: you both. And where can people go if they want to ask you questions, whether that's about you in going into the unknown, them trying to follow the same process?
2: I'm a light social media user, but <laughs> when I'm on Instagram...
1: They're more than welcome. We'll link it in our Instagram. So people, if they want to reach out, they can find you there. Hopefully people were able to get something out of this episode. I know I did. It was just incredible having you here and chatting with us.
2: You you. guys are awesome. And people are going to learn a lot from you in this podcast. And you're very strong and inspiring women.
0: Oh, I love it. stop.
2: had to get my piece in there
0: too well that was our conversation with our friend sarah
1: i thought it was a great time jen she did great i loved hearing from her it was very insightful
0: yes i am so proud of how far she's come um through self-realization and just through different life experiences and i hope everyone who has listened learned something themselves i know we both did for sure well thank you guys so so much for listening especially to all of our new listeners out there hello we see you (laughs) brazil
2: Brazil.
0: (laughs) if you missed the last few episodes of our podcast which sarah talked a little bit about into the unknown make sure you go back and listen to those as soon as possible but yes. if you want to learn more about us jen where can they find us you can
1: visit us on our instagram at trust pod and we also have a tiktok now
0: yes, go. <laughs> go watch we're goofy and you can see all about that <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to trust the process with lex and jen i'm lex and i'm jen <laughs> we'll see you next time <laughs>